0: World, welcome to another episode of the Nearly Adulting Podcast. This week we are starting off with a brand new segment on the show. It's going to be called In Conversation with. Very original, I know, but this segment is the segment where you will hear guests come on and talk about different things in life. Now, for the first show with guests, I had to be very true to myself. Because in my life, everything starts with three people. The first is God and uh, the other two people are the voices you'll be hearing today besides mine. They are two people who I would literally not be here without. Two people who have supported me through everything in life and will continue to be there for me, with me, through everything. Today... I am in conversation with my parents. Okay, so hi mom, hi dad. Hello. Hi. So welcome to the Nearly Adulting Podcast. We are really happy to have you both here.
1: Our pleasure.
2: Thanks for having us.
0: Have you listened to any episodes of the podcast? (laughs) I know you have, but I'm just asking for like every single one of them. (laughs) And I'm so
1: proud of you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's quite novel for you to do something like this. It's a nice way of communicating.
1: Different
0: way of communicating, right? Not a lot of people listen to podcasts, actually. So, it's different.
2: No, I think people are changing the way they listen or read or, or hear about information and... Yeah, podcasts are also a definite way of how people are hearing stuff today and understanding the world.
0: That's great. I'm very happy that I have two wonderful listeners in both of you and also publicists. So thank you. Um, the purpose of bringing you both on to this episode today, as you both know, is to talk about Valentine's Day. Now... The day this episode will be released it's going to be the 12th of February, which is two days before Valentine's Day. And uh, you guys have been married for so long, over 20 years. Obviously, Valentine's Day has changed for you from before you were dating to what it is now. So what does Valentine's Day mean to you
1: now? The way I see it, every day is Valentine's Day. You don't need a special day to celebrate love. If you love someone, you love them 365 days of the year, 30 days in the month, 24 hours in a day. It's never ending. So why not celebrate it every moment of your life?
0: That's that's a wonderful way of looking at it, I think. What do you think, Dad?
2: Yeah, I agree. I mean, you don't need a special day to say that you love somebody, right? If that's what Valentine's Day should be. but. If you look beyond that, I think there needs to be a day because there are many people who don't even express themselves in the manner that they should be and tell people that they care about somebody. So, yeah, I mean, it's a good thing that there is a specified day which is kept aside for expressing yourself.
1: And showing love. And
2: showing your affection. I won't say love because it's not just about love. It's about... Showing that you care to just about anybody. I mean, you could care about your own dog. <laughs> or or even uh, be affectionate about, affectionate about your grandparents. Valentine's Day doesn't need to be just about couples. In, in not a I couple
0: think. thing, yeah. So, as you both know, Valentine's Day, I know we've just said, it's not just about couples. And I am 100% with both of you on this. Because, obviously, the Valentine's Day I've known has always been a Valentine's Day with you. You know, it's it's kind of been a family thing for me. It always has been. And I think, I hope it continues to always be that way. Because, without you both, I would be nowhere. And you know that. So, there are not many people who look at it the same way. A lot of people like to go on dates. And... Sometimes the friends who don't have dates are set up by their friends who have dates with other mutual friends who are single. So in that way, a lot of, you know, um, how do I say this? Like blind dates come up and... uh, (laughs) I'm not saying anything. (laughs) (laughs) And who better to ask about a blind date than to ask you both? Because if it was not for a blind date, then I would not be here today. True. Even though the blind date was not the day I was like, it was the day y'all met. And uh, obviously that Christmas changed not just your lives, it changed my life as well. So why don't you give us a little rundown, a little story time of how you met and uh, What were the events that led up to you dating in a short, short story? (laughs) You want to go first?
2: Off with his head.
0: Are we really saying that? (laughs) Off with
1: his head. Yeah, dad always describes our date with that phrase. And it does bring a laugh to me. Well, uh, when we were meeting up, okay, it was not. Rather me, I'm sure, uh, did you have anything in mind when you uh, asked if you would want to go out? Uh, Because I did not have any expectations as such, but it's just that I was excited to go for a Christmas dance because I wasn't going to be doing anything great that night. And uh, there was this mutual friend, uh, he was my colleague and dad's. A college mate who sort of got us together because he wanted to go out with my friend. So he couldn't take the friend without me. So I was like a baggage and he had to get somebody for me. And so he brought dad. Okay, but uh, uh, at that time, I honestly...
2: He, he didn't bring that. Let, let's get that clear. We wanted to go because we we were out of college and we wanted to meet after so long because we started working. So that, that was a different story altogether. Okay. So you happened to be available. <laughs>
1: True. For that day. You so happened to it, be available. <laughs> yeah.
2: So it just happened that uh, things fell into place.
1: Yeah, sort of, yeah. Uh, but all the same, it was a very memorable night. I still remember my feet were swollen and I just took off my shoes and I put them at the center of the group as we were dancing and I just continued dancing and I think that's something dad really liked. This is what he told me later on in life, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's what you need to see in in a person that you would like to spend uh, more time with, right? Just uh, shrug away whatever challenges are there in life and uh, keep enjoying life as uh, you go on. And uh, I guess mom still has that attitude even today, 25, 26 years on, to just keep smiling and uh, keep laughing and keep going even though we may have challenges whenever they come up. Fair enough. We still keep going.
0: I agree. I completely agree with that. And uh, that's something I've learned to do, you know, because you you both know what I have been through in my life. So I think learning to shrug it off and move on is something important. It's important to go with the flow, like referencing episode 2. You need to take things as they come. You need to go on. But moving on (laughs) to something that I had to ask. Blind dates in your generation were set up by friends. Blind dates now can be set up by ourselves. And I'll give you an explanation to why I say this. It's because um, in your generation, you all didn't have social media, right? You all didn't have phones. You all didn't have like Tinder, Bumble, all those dating apps. And uh, now we do. So even though you are texting a person or talking to a person online, you never really know who you're talking to until you meet them. So, coming from your generation where you all were like, ah, I know this person, and that's why they would probably gel well with another one. or I'm just taking them for a dance. What is your advice to people who are doing this online dating now? Say they have to meet the person who they are talking to online. What is your advice for them to be safe while doing it? Because safety and security is something that is of prime importance to every person. And uh, we wouldn't want anything unnecessarily happening. So, from your point of view as parents who've been on a blind date yourselves, what would your advice be to me and others like me who would probably be in the position to go on a blind date in the future?
1: Uh The way I would see it is... Even in those days, okay, though it was set up by a friend or whoever, uh, my parents were still aware of what I did. I made sure that my moves were accounted for, not for the sake that I was afraid of my parents or I was probably a very obedient child, but it's just that. I realized my parents should know. Today many youngsters would prefer opening up to their friends friends and keeping the parents in the dark and uh, I think that is primarily because they may not have a one-to-one rapport with their parents. So it's very important to cultivate a good communication space with your parents wherein You know, you can talk to to them about just about anything. I know there are some parents who are strict and will not see your point of view. But even in these circumstances, I would say one parent should be aware of what you're doing. Don't keep it completely in the dark because if something untoward happens, God forbid. Okay. The worst sufferers are going to be your parents. Probably more than you. And I don't think it's fair to put them through that.
0: Correct. Dad, any more advice? Pepper spray. (laughs) (laughs) Pepper spray. You heard it here, folks. Pepper spray is the advice.
2: But on a serious note, I think it's important to... uh, to show restraint and to have restraint when you are going about meeting somebody new. You are always going to be excited, because that's what type is, right, it's exciting to go meet somebody new. But at the same time, don't let your guard down, don't uh, fall too easily for every word that somebody else says.
1: The sweet-talkers are the most dangerous, I would say.
2: People are very gullible today, you can be fooled at the drop of a hat, even the most seasoned, uh, most mature people can be fooled. We hear about how scams go on, uh, even today. So scams where people are plagued their emotions are, are even more easy for people who want to take you for a ride. So go into something cautiously like mom said, let somebody know your whereabouts preferably the parents, your parents or your your siblings, they should know what you are up to. Avoid going to places which are extremely lonely and secluded go to places where there's a lot more social life happening so that there are people around go step by step don't just try to climb the ladder too fast and you know end up in the wrong place i mean yeah these are these are some small things i think you should be taking care of
0: so thank you so much mom thank you so much dad for coming on the show and i'm sure i am so sure our audience will really have benefited from your story time because it was entertaining and also from the tips you shared because like you said it's so important for parents and kids to be on the same level when it comes to life in general and um, you guys are definitely coming back for another episode not valentine's related (laughs) Okay. but (laughs) here's your advance notice of i don't know how many months (laughs) So keep yourselves free. You are always free for me, I know.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yes, thank you. And to all my listeners, I wish you a great weekend. Uh, happy Valentine's Day in advance.
1: And celebrate Valentine's Day through the year. Because love is patient mm-hmm. and kind, not jealous, not boastful. It is something which is there. Though some people face break- breakups and... They face disappointment. There's love everywhere.
0: You heard it here, folks. I will talk to
1: you all next Saturday.
0: This is my mom, my dad, and myself, Shanise MD, signing off.